finished kind of the this we finished kind of the basics of stuff like trend lines uh chart patterns candlestick patterns consolidations regression channels we did fibonacci's right edson or not yet no not yet not yet oh we did moving averages that's what we had did right yeah okay so then before I get him into more things, bro, I kind of wanted him to show or like him to learn something from someone else. You know what I mean, Gordon? So um, if you could show him how Fibonacci, I mean, not how Fibonacci's, but how um, how harmonic patterns work, how you set them up, what you look for, what they are. You know what I mean? Just like explain it to him, like if you're teaching somebody. Right, 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 right. So basically, so basically what I trade is harmonic patterns. Uh, so they're basically whenever you look at the market, you'll see like a M or W. So how how I validate that as a pattern is with the Fibonacci. Uh, the Fibonacci tool allows me to know which pattern, which harmonic, which harmonic pattern it is, and to where to get in and where to get out. So does he know about stop loss? Yeah, I taught you about your stop loss, right? It's in like how I mean, you. Yeah, I know what it does. Okay, cool, cool. All right, then. Bet, 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 bet. Let me go ahead and share my screen then. Um, man, I have the charts up. Yes. Yeah, so basically, can you see my screen? Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. You guys see US 30? Yeah. Look at that. Anyways, so, okay, so what I do is I've, I learned through a different education that allowed me to master the harmonic patterns, really. So what I'll do is I'll back test. So whenever you're starting out, bro, to how advanced you are, no matter what, hold on. No matter how advanced you are, bro, you're always back testing. Reason why is because you're sharpening your eye every single time. You know, you may see something different or a different time frame than you would on a higher time frame. So basically, what I do is I look for specific patterns, either an M or W. Nine times out of ten, if it's an M, it'll it'll go from an M and turn into a W. So that way, with, like say this right here, um, this right here, I would have traded on the way down. Maybe hit my TP here and then get in on another entry on the way back up. So I'd be double. Basically, I would, I would have made money off this whole entire move right here. So... So basically how I do my patterns, I, I rely on the fibs a lot. So depending on the pattern that's forming or that already started forming, I wait for it to form the D leg. So how it works is basically your starting point is your X, your second point is your A, your middle point is your B, your your other point basically your fourth point is your C and then the last point is their D leg. And when it connects and hits a certain area for your TP that completes your harmonic pattern.
So basically, how it works is once it complete nine nine times out of ten, what you have to do, you have to wait for the the pattern to form first and then take the trade. But I like to do both. I like to take the trade before it completes and after it completes. Um. So basically, how I would do it. Okay, cool. I brought my fibs out. You know, I put it from basically the resistant to where it forms support down here, and then I'll sit and wait for days or weeks for it to form my B leg, right? My B leg is this middle section here and I see, okay, cool. Okay, it's at the 50% of the Fibonacci tools that I use, you know, I need everybody set up their Fibonacci tools different. I have like five different Fibonacci tools that I use, you know, depending on what type of strategy I'm using. Um, so, so basically, uh, okay, I see that I hit my 50% range. So now I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It could be two patterns. It could be a cipher, well, three patterns, sorry. It could be a cipher pattern, a bat pattern, uh, or a garlic pattern. So what, what will determine which pattern it, it is, is this leg right here, which is your C leg. So basically I will take my fib. Okay, cool. Bring it from my A to B, from my A leg to my B leg. And I'm gonna sit here and see, okay, cool. So I know with the garlic pattern, it's supposed to hit the 50% at, at the minimum and at the max, the 100%, right? So this is the 100% here. So this justify that it's a um, a garlic pattern. Because if it would have came in here and closed at this range right here, at this 1.13% on the fib, if a candle closed in it, then okay, cool. That would change that pattern into a shark pattern. Now, say for instance, if it went beyond this level of the fib and come into here, these two areas right here, the 1.2 and the 1.4. If it would have came into any one of these, then that would change it from a shark pattern to a cipher pattern. You know, and nine times out of ten, um, when you're trading the markets, the most, um, the 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 most. Uh, the main harmonic pair that you see a lot is a garlic pattern. So which this whole entire move is. So what it looks like is this is an extension of the garlic pattern. So I would fib from my A, I mean, from my X to C. And now, okay, cool. I see now that, okay. So my tape, my, my TP range for this garlic pattern is in between the 786, is either the 786%, 78, 78.6% or the 88.6%. These two could be my TP range. But as you can see, it extended past that. So I'm going to assume that this pair, which is uh, U, which is the US 30, um, I'm assuming that it's going to continue up, fool everybody, and continue up to here. And this is where I'm going to start taking my sell at right there. Because that is an indication that, yes, it's going to go up to here, take everybody out, 
take out liquidity that's all above because of over here. It's going to take out liquidity because, as you can see, it touched this spot three times. Multiple times, actually. One, two, three, four. It couldn't break. Five, six. This is the seventh one. So all there's money above all of this right here. So I'm expecting it to come up, take all this out, and then continue downwards. But as you can see, if you go to a higher time frame, let's try the four hour. You can clearly see it's downtrending, you know. And it's a clear downtrend. Yeah. Um, but we shall see. Like I said, I'm expecting it to come up to here and then tank. If not, if I see a blow past this area and retest, if I see a blow past this area, come back and retest the same line and continue up, then I'm going to be buying. Because this is my trading trading zone, trading range. That's my trading range. So I will wait with this line right here. So I will wait to see what it does as it gets closer to my trading range. Because if it breaks out, retest this off of it, and then continue with this up bullish momentum, then this pair is uptrended. You know, because it broke out of its, uh, of its range, took out, there's more liquidity up here. So now it's going to go and continue uptrending. It's going to continue with the uh, this bullish. It's a bullish upward trend that it's been doing for the whole entire year. So, but yeah, that's how I trade uh, harmonics. I also mixed in like a bunch of advanced stuff like liquidity and stuff like that, which you're going to learn later on as you advance more into the, the program and your education. So, so yeah, man, that's basically how I trade my harmonics. Um, as I said, I trade that. I have another, I have another strategy that I use called order blocks, which this box is, which this is in the range of, of it right now. So that right there, I can actually move this up into here now I have a bigger range, and I'm going to see what it does from here on out. So, because I'm expecting this to continue downwards. Oh, dang. I can lock it. Uh, uh, downward, tra uh, downward trend. But not for long, though, because, like I said, if it breaks this trading range, I'm definitely buying you also want to mark up your, your your ranges on the higher time frames also. So that way it makes it easier for you to see the uh, market, see what you're doing. You know, I can delete all of this. It don't matter to me. Um, this is a straight up a naked chart. You know, I'll get rid of my indicators. And this is what it's going to look like, really. You know, go to your higher time frame. Mark up your range. All right, cool. You see, this is your high. This was your last low. Well, this is your low down here, your lower low. Well, 
Yeah, this was their last low. Yeah. So you would basically mark it up. You know where the market's currently at. Okay, cool. This is your high. This is your low. You trade in between that. Or if it's even getting close to your your resistance, resistant trading range, you can call it resistant or support range, trading range, whatever. But whatever you feel comfortable in naming it. But yeah, once it gets closer, uh, what I'll do is I'll wait and see. Because uh, sometimes it can continue throwing wicks like this and then continue with that downward momentum as well. But there's, there's imbalance. That's another advanced term. Um, just by looking at this, it's another way I, how I trade as well. Besides the harmonics, the harmonic pattern, there's imbalance here because as you can see, it was just a straight engulfing candle and nothing ever came back up to uh, balance the market. So once it comes up to like, I wanna say halfway of this engulfing candle right here, then the market's balanced, you know? Then it's gonna continue down in whatever direction it was going. So that's another way of trading. You got naked chart trading too, where you could just uh, trade off a of price action and stuff like that. Um, so, you got any questions? Uh, yeah. Could you go over the? I know, like the like points when you were when you were using the tool, like the which one was the A point, the B point, and so forth. Yeah, sure. All right, so let me mark it out here for you. All righty, so so we're here. All right, so basically, your X is going to be your your uh, resistant or support area. You know, if it's a W, it's gonna be your resistance. If it if it's an M pattern, it's gonna be your support. There's your X, and you see it's a resistance zone here. You know, and your your A point is your support. A point is your support. Now your B point is the retracement from your support to where it retraces that from. So you can literally, if you wanna find that, you can literally fit from your X to A. And since you know it's downtrending, you know, uh, what I tell people is the gold, your golden zone is your 50% and the 618. 
Um, nine times out of ten, when it comes back to the fifty percent, um, it'll normally continue downwards. Uh, so I, I like I like placing two trades at the fifty percent and the six one eight area. So in case, so in case it just comes up to the fifty, you know, and doesn't hit the sixty one point eight percent, I still have one trade that's active, you know, but and so forth so let me see here your b leg is here that's your b there's your c and then the completion of this pattern, since we already identified it as a garlic pattern. Um, yeah, since we identified it as a garlic pattern, it's either going to be It's either going to be the 618, I mean the 786 or the 886. But since this is an extension, as you can see, um, now it's tanking. Now, now, now this, this pair is actually selling. Um, so. Hey, Gordon, um, can you show them like, the, <clears throat> like that tool that you use for the harmonic? Yeah, that one. So that's how I draw it out. be in here so i normally put my tp in between the two you know because they could either hit here or here so i'll put it in between the two and then i'll put an alert just in case i'll put it on the here underneath the 786 as, as it's approaching uh this first tp area but um well as it as it's a as it's approaching its completion you know, because I'm get I'm entering it at the C leg, and I'm waiting to see if it's gonna hit the seven eight six or the eighty eight six. But I'll put my TP in between it just in case it does come up to the seven eight six. Okay, boom, bam, I hit TP. I made my money, and then on top of that, what I'll do next is in order to find. And oh my god, I'm selling this. I'm sorry. In order to find um in order to find your TP, because you you know, as I said, once the D leg it, it completes the D leg and that pattern is a valid pattern, and how you're supposed to trade it is you're supposed to wait for the pattern to complete and then trade it in whatever direction it's going. So if it's a W, you know that pattern is selling. If it's an M, you know that pattern is buying. So, so since this is a W, I know, okay, it's going to sell. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, okay, put my entry here, put my stop loss above the, the X area, and then I'll put my TP at the 38.2 or the 618. TP one's at the 38.2, my 618 is at, I mean, my TP two is at the 618. 
So, and that's how I'll get my TP in as it's going down in the opposite direction. Questions? So as soon as it confusion? hits your, your first um, TP, um, so my TP is here. My first one is 38.2. And then my second one is at the 618. Okay. So when yeah. it hits the first TP, for example, if it does, you still have another trade that um, theor theoretically, if it were to hit the second TP, you would still make profit? Yeah. Okay. All right, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. all right but yeah bro so did you pretty much understand it it's in the, was did it seem pretty easy like yeah the harmon harmonic patterns uh they seem simple the only thing i need to understand a little bit more is the would you call fibonacci. it the, the, yeah the fibonacci on the side oh okay 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 so did you actually want me well you look gordon um Cause you know how to trade fibs, right? Yeah. So since you're already explaining, can you show him how to show how to trade Fibonacci um, retracements, and then I'll show him how to trade Fibonacci extension our next meeting because I have a PowerPoint over that. Okay, cool. Now certain harmonic patterns require that extension. Um, like I said, there's like five. There's I think there's five different harmonic patterns. Uh, one of them, which is the bad pattern, requires the extension. So I'll use the extent. Oh, the bat and the crab actually. Unless, unless you just don't mind going over it like twice, Edson. So. Uh, that's yeah. cool. We could go over it uh, more than once. Yeah. So basically, how the Fibonacci extent, I mean, Fibonacci extension, how the fibs work, bro. Okay, so if you see that this is downtrending, right, and you're trying to find this retracement for an entry, you would take your FIB extension, you would go from your resistance to your, you'll, you'll wait for it to form support, and then you FIB it. So say for instance, say for instance, if all of that was not there, what you will do, and it, it's like this, what you'll do is you'll wait for it to form support first. You know? So like at that point where you saw it blow up, that's yes. when you start fibbing it. Yes. So you wait for it to form support and you put the top of the fib on the top of your resistance area. I like to do it wick to wick. Some people like to do it body to body. Yeah. But the wick shows you where it, it, where it previously went which is this long line that's a wick, you know? So I like to do it like that. Yeah, and then, and then just like uh, wicks, I like to do them too, bro, is because like how he said, the price went there. Why couldn't it go there again? You know what I mean? Right. So I like to take that in consideration. Right. So basically how, how, how you trade it is, okay, cool, 50%, 618, that's your golden zone, right? So you know, okay, cool, it's either going to hit this 50% line or the 618 line. So what you'll do here is you'll put a position trading, a position trade in and be like, okay, cool. 
you know, you can put your TP at the 100% line at this Fibonacci, at, at the Fib here. And you can put your stop loss at the 618, you know. Uh, Maybe even sometimes a little bit above it in case it does try to touch it, right? Yeah, you can do a little bit above it, but what I'm what I'm doing is risk to rewards, bro. So the better my risk to rewards, which is right here, the ratio, uh -huh. the, the bigger lot size I can use. So oh, okay, like, and then you lose the less. Okay, I get you. Yeah. So like, say for instance, I'll place two since I know okay, it can either hit the fifty or the six one eight. Either or, it's even better because now okay. I'll put my stop loss at this next line where the fib is at the 78.6. This is still a one to three. Well, this is still a one to four, and this is still a one to four. You know, so even so even if I get taken out with from this first trade, this trade is gonna have a bigger lot size, you know, because I'm still within my risk management. Um risk management so that way I don't get margin called. So I'll put a bigger lot size on this one than I would with this one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're still going to be within my trading range. And I still won't be over leveraging my account. I'll still be within the, the levels of trading in my account without over leveraging. So like say, okay, so now you did this. Okay, you see this. All right. So now you're going to just wait for it to put you in the trade, man. That's what trading is all about. See, boom, put you in the trade. You don't have to worry. This is what US 30, bro. This move right here is more than enough to make your weekly goal, bro. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Easy. For weekly two week goal. You know, I'm saying if you have a two week goal of like $1,500, this right here on the 0 0.01 will make you $350, you know, in, in this one trade. And in this one, 436 Yep, and that's with the minimal investment you can make. That's, so that's that's using a ten cent uh lot size. Yeah, so that's the minimal profit you will make off this trade. So anything other than that, bro, that's on you. So like, if you have a thousand dollars, when I having a when I used to trade a thousand dollar account, I would put a point two for every thousand. Yep. And then for every thousand, bro, I'd be making instead of four hundred this like in this trade, I'd be making eight hundred close to a thousand a trade. You know what I mean? Yeah, then, you don't need much, man. Like all you need, all you need to do is find out what you want to make a day, and how much it adds up for a week. Oh, well, what you want to do is you want to find out what you want to make a week, and break that down within the five days of your trading day that you're gonna trade, or how many days you're gonna trade within the week. You know, I'll make my weekly goal in one freaking trade sometimes, and I don't freaking trade for the rest of the week. I'll just mark up charts. Yeah. Hey, bro. And then so also the reason... say, oh, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, bro. Okay, so say like you're also that type of guy that's just like, you know what? Well, I still have my day job. I'm just trying to make like an extra 50 bucks a day to pay for my lunch and like gas just so it saves me money, right? Bro, if you just go on US 30 on the five-minute chart and trade a five-minute pattern or a five-minute breakout, anything that I've, we've taught you so far or a FIB retracement, on US 30, you will make your $50 a day within like 10 minutes. No lie. Literally. Yeah. So what I was going to ask is the, the reason it's so much is just because it's US 30 or because of the. It's because of the, the price of it. It's because of the price of, of it. 30. Yeah.
So like Bitcoin, that Bitcoin makes you a lot of money as well, but it's because they're expensive. So it's just like oh, okay. um, you're make, you're buying in bigger, you're getting bigger money back. You know what I mean? So it's like if you're investing into like Litecoin, you're not going to make as much money as, as if uh, you were investing in Bitcoin, you know? Right. And then uh, how does the lot size work? Is uh, That's based off of what you have in your account and how much you're willing to lose. Okay, yeah, and then also it moves by the dollar. So you could calculate your stop losses and stuff like that. So if you only want to risk $100, with a 0.01 uh, US 30 moves by the dollar. So if it goes from 34650 to 34600 or 700 that's a $50 move and you make $50 profit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, cool. Bet. Yeah, man. Um. You always want to risk 1% and gain 3 for your account. But continuing with this example. TP about to get smashed. Smashed big time, bro. I would have took profit there. <laughs> I know, Honestly. right? Yeah, I would have took profit there. But look, boom. Smash straight through bro and then look edson look uh can i draw on your screen no right? yeah you can you can you have the annotation there right oh, okay look bad badass and then like if you wanted to just trade supply and demand bro you could have looked so like right here right this became support before it blew up right so now we mark this area now since this area get broke this is what we want to retest it retested here so now once it did we sell it it came back to this support. We cash out because we know right here it'll bounce for sure, right? So now in this consolidation area, that was the break of structure. So we could break, retest, and sell back down. And then wait for it to make another little consolidation and wait for that to break. And yeah, so it's that easy, bro. It just depends on how you want to trade. Uh -huh. Eventually, as you get advanced, you'll start trading price action with uh, market structure, you know, that's the that's that's market structure should be like the basic, but it is kind of advanced at the same time, you know. Because yeah, all market so structure is is this. How how it's moving. That that's basically the structure of the market. The all thing is candles. that that market ahead, structure is so easy and so simple to learn, bro. But it's crazy how it's one of like the most accurate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's, that's what's nice about it though that's what's nice. there's a lot of uh fake outs though right yep yes but that is why you always want to wait and trade for so like well, i guess what i'm trying to say is you always want to stick to the time frame you're trading right so like if you're trading the one hour if you're looking for a double top or a break of a resistance you want to wait if it's nine o'clock right now you want to wait till 10 till you actually trade if, if, um, like for example, right here, right? Oh my yeah. God. Important news, guys. Important news. What's up? Biden just signed the bill to raise the debt ceiling. You know what that's going to do with freaking US 30, bro? What? It's going to freaking tank. I hope so. I have like nine spy puts, bro. I hope it does. Oh my God. It's going to freaking tank. It's gonna tank. Uh, so uh, what what was I gonna say? What was I talking about, bro? I forgot. 
the trading in the um time zone time I'm, I'm sorry time like frames. the one hour time frame yeah oh okay yeah 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 so say your price is right here at that resistance right in your candlestick you're waiting to see what it does cuz it's right there you're waiting to see if it goes up and breaks and closes up here because remember a wick doesn't count a wick is just that the price tried to go up there, but then it ended up closing down here. You want an actual solid candle to close up there, right? So if you're trading at 9.30 before 10 o'clock and you're on your hourly and you see a candle go up here, right? And it's 9.30, why would you buy that if the candle still has 30 minutes to close? You know what I mean? So I guess what I'm trying to say, bro, is if you're trading the 15-minute chart and you get caught in a situation like this at a support, at a resistance, at a, you know, any, any, any area that you want to look for entries, you want to make sure that the candlestick you're looking at, the time frame that you wait for them to close instead of trying to trade between them before they actually close, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Let the wicks or the candles close before you start. So you basically yeah. want to wait at the 30 minutes for the new hour yeah, and, then, yeah. and then trade it. Ooh. Yeah, that's basically how to avoid fake outs. So you think it'll end up going back there, Gordon, or not? Oh, let's play it out. Oh, oh. shit. What the heck was that? Yeah, came close, touched it. Well, it didn't touch it, but it came close. So that's the order block right there. This candle was a candle before it shot up. Went per it went bullish, so it has to come back to this spot. Dang. Yep. So, they, but you would have won this trade, by the way. And then, even if that second trade didn't trigger, you could have deleted it, and then still be good. Dang. Why did it? Oh, I see. It was in a ballot. This candle right here. I bet you any money bet that's a fifty percent. See, see that, bro? Now it's balanced. See this one candle right here. It came back, balanced out the market, hit the fifty percent. Now that it's balanced, it's gonna continue up. So yeah, this um, this might be well. Shoot, I don't know now. Since freaking Biden signed this dang bill to raise the debt ceiling, um, shoot, I might just hold this selling for U.S. thirty. Um. So yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna do another podcast going in depth. With uh, with this bill signing thing, man, because I think people need to know more about this, because this is gonna affect the U.S. thirty market, the freaking um, the tech industry, the Nasdaq, freaking Dow Jones, all that, yo, all of that. But yeah, you have any more questions, man? Hello? No, oh. no, I'm good so far. I just need to, you know, eventually get um, experience with it myself. Yeah.
Got you, got you, got you. Maybe later on when my boy Andrew gets on here, man, he can break down rest to rewards and market structure for you to where you can understand it, bro. It's real simple how he talks about it, you know? Yeah, he talked about it like if he's teaching a little kid, bro, like it's crazy. For real. Like, for real, dude. It, it's so simple. He, he breaks it down to the simplest form, bro, and that's what I like about it, dude. It's crazy. That's crazy, man. Nope. And then when do you think he could get on? I mean, I guess I'll have to see when he's free, to be honest with you. Hey, see if he's free at 9 p.m. Because I have I have another meeting, and they're just learning, too. So if he could teach market structure, that would be perfect so they could understand how the market moves, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. Or should uh, I just message him myself? Yeah, because I think he gets out, like, around 10. Okay, bet. Yeah, he gets out around ten. All right. Yeah, man, when you get a chance later on, man, mess around with Trading View. Play around with Trading View, man. Yeah, I'm going to start um, messing around with the demo. Hey, Edson. What's up? Um, if, if Andrew could hop on later, like at 9 or at 10, would you be would you be down to hop on or you don't think you'd have time? Maybe it's like around 10 or a little bit past that, then yeah. Okay, cool, bet. Yeah, so um, I'll just see what he says, and then I'll schedule a meeting because I have, like, two people that want to know about this and then you, so that will be perfect. Just get everybody in at once, you know? About the Fibonacci? About uh, market structure. Oh, or unless you just want to wait for Fibonacci, bro, we could get it. We could get that yeah, meeting uh, I mean, tomorrow. Because you showed me the market structure already. Okay, yeah, so then Fibonacci is probably your main concern right now. Okay. Yeah. All right, bro. Well, yeah. Well, that's pretty much it for today. I wanted Gordon to show you how to use uh, um, the what are they called again? The harmonics retracement. Yeah, the harmonics. The harmonics. Yeah, and then a little bit of explanations of Fibonacci's. But yeah, bro. Um, I hope it made sense because honestly, I have me myself. I don't trade harmonics because I I kind of find them difficult, bro. To be honest, I do. So that's why every time Gordon explains harmonics, I'm just there like listening. Yeah, I mean, uh, all 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 I do is rely on the fit, man. I basically wait for the market to tell me what pattern it is. Really, that's all I'm doing. That's literally all I'm doing is waiting for the market to tell me what it's doing, what what pattern it's it's forming, and that's it. And yeah, I'll put um, and I'll put like seems... multiple entries depending on what what pattern I think might form in advance, mm -hmm. you know. So. Yeah, I would need to look at the uh, how the other patterns look. Like you said, there was one like crab and bad or something like that. Yeah. Oh, is there is is there any way you could like show us pictures of how they look, bro? Maybe like so he could like take pictures of it or look them up himself to like recognize them. I just ate. Hey, you need the fibs to do it. Um, oh, you need the fibs to do. It. Yeah, it correlates with the fibs, so the fibs play a major intricate role of it. 
you know, just because you see a M or a W does doesn't mean it it's a pattern, you know. Damn, so you're actually going based off percentages then. Yeah. See this right here. There's US 30. Here's the probable good trade. Oh, it already hit the 50% for the entry. I might go in again for another sell for US 30, which I'm going to do right now. And it says I don't have enough money, you bastard. All right, then. I'll just wait <laughs> to accumulate money. All right. This is on the five minutes. So here's perfect market structure. Up, uh, yep. Here we go. Here's the order. I also trade what's called order blocks too, uh, as well. So I look for where the market put like a crap load of money to cause this big, big push up. You know, or big push down, whichever one. But see, like this right here. You see how it was nicely going down. This is balanced, actually. You see how this was going down, and then you have this white candle, and then it yeah. continues downwards. Well, this is an order block right here. This is where they put inject money into the market to push it to continue to push down. So what this just did was they did just came back up to get this order block here, which is the money that it put in the market to now continue downwards. Yeah. So what's that uh, last white block over there? Is huh? that like? What, is that, right I understood here? that the one more to the right, like the longer one, the white one. To the, to the right, right this right, right here. Yeah. What does that mean right there? This this is basically them putting money back in the market to get this order to to get the money that they had injected back here for it to continue down because basically what they do is they put money in so say for instance this was like a six billion dollar um six billion dollar uh price for them to uh send the market downwards uh what what it'll do it'll come back it'll normally come back to the area that it put the money in basically left the money and it'll come back and get it to continue downwards so yeah, so like basically, cause like I don't know, I think I told you that. No, nah, I don't think I told you this. That's in, but banks manipulate markets. They move the markets. Yeah, cause this is how, this is how they make money. You know what I mean? So if we were yep. going based based off of market structure, it would be this, right? Like hold on, that right? And yep. then this is that last low. So now this is that area that has to break for it to continue down, for it to break structure, right? So look, what, what banks end up doing in these situations, like how Gordon said in order block. So like in this area, they pumped money so it could break. That way they can make money. You know what I mean? And then, the, and then in this area, what they do is if we're thinking like banks, right? They dump a shitload of money in sales. So that way they could tank the market to the point where it breaks that structure to make, to start making a downtrend. So then once they do that, they just wait for it to retrace. And once they start breaking even, they cash out so they don't lose. They money. didn't lose money, but they manipulate it to the point where they started a downtrend. So mm -hmm. now when they break even, they actually get more sales, right, Gordon? Yep. And, then, yep. and then it keeps going down so they make a shitload of money. 
So basically what they're going to do is they're going to come and sell it. Uh, I want to say this was the last order block that formed right here. Yeah, I would say that around that area too. But AR, but it already came back down to get it, you know, because it, it did. Look, it came back down, got it, and then it shot up. It formed another order block here because it was losing momentum. And it shot up again. So I'm assuming that this downtrend right here, what it's doing is going to come back for this order block. Now, once it gets it, it's going to continue up or it's going to continue down to it, the main order block where basically they injected a crap load of money at to cause this thing to spike up all the way, you know? So ain't no telling where the heck it's at right now. I'll have to go down to like the minute and actually see where it's at. But other than that, um, I don't see anything because everything looks, this is all healthy right here. I don't see no large engulfing um trades and until they got until they got to right here so i'm assuming this is where one of those order well no because this came and got it and then it went up shoot yeah it's somewhere in here in this area so so yeah we'll see what it does man other than that Oh, that's it. And I also have my fibs to wear for that, where I already have it to where it gives me my percentage. So, like, say, if I go in on this 50% line right here, um, this is going to be a one-to-one. -one. I mean, not, not a one-to-one. -one. What is it, a 0.5? This is going to be a one-to-one. -one. If I do it at the zero line, this is going to be a one-to-one. -one. I just so it depends on where I put my entry. So if I put it on the zero, you know, this is going to be a one to one. If I put it on the point five, it's going to be half of the one. I guess that makes any sense. But oh, you also have measuring tools here to tell you and stuff like that. Um, like say if I have my entry here. I'm definitely putting my stop loss at the zero. So as you can see, oh, it's actually a one to two. One to four. And if I put it at the one, one to one, it'll be a one to two. But it just doubles. So if I did half, it just doubles. So if I want to go for a one to two, it's not really a one to two, it's a one to four. But but yeah, your ratio has to, your ratio, the minimum for your ratio is the one to three. But I, I kind of changed mine up now to where I want like a one to five. Um, to where, I don't know, I'll, I'll feel, I feel a lot better with that. Or even a one to six all the way down here. You know, so you, you're going to end up choosing as you get more acquainted with trading, how you want to trade and, and what your ratios are going to be. For your TP and stuff like that, your percentage. So, as you can see, this is less than one percent. My stop loss and my take profit is freaking almost a whole percent, you know. But it's two hundred and sixty-seven pips versus forty pips, you know. That's a big gap, you know. So.
So the smaller, so this entry, this half point entry would make me more money than this entry would. Why? Then my stop loss is bigger now and my ratio just dropped, you know, so. Yeah, that's that for that one. Dang, right now I'm in this trade actually. Oh, well, yeah. Um, dude, you said you just started, bro? He just started, Sebastian? Yeah, he's he probably started like, it, this is his third week, I think. Oh, nice. What's up, bro? That's what's up. But yeah, so far, what do you think, Edson? Uh, is it seem pretty easy? Like, have you started on your demo? Have you practiced or anything? Uh, I tried practicing. I put a, a trade on the what was? Let me see right here on Tesla, a demo trade, and then I put the the take profit and the stop loss. Oh, okay, so has it has it activated or it hasn't or is it active right now or? It's active right now. Is it in profit or is it in loss? It's in profit. It says uh from eight one six point nine to eight one seven point nine seven. So like one point zero seven in profit, I guess. Not much. Uh, oh okay, okay. And that's the first trade you you've taken? I'm I mean uh I put it in, I haven't like closed it. Oh okay, but but what I'm saying, like that's the very first one you've ever done, or have you had practice doing others? No, that's the first one. Oh shit! Well, then that's good. Your first trade's a profit trade. <laughs> that's good, bro. Yeah. So the what does that mean though? Like the one point zero seven. What does that stand for? That's the. Let me see. Send me a screenshot of what you're talking about. Yeah, I got you. Let me send it on Instagram. Is he in the group chat already? Yeah. Cool. Oh, okay, you're a dollar in profit. <laughs> nah, hey, that's still good, bro. That's still good. Nah, I heard him yeah. laugh. That's why I laughed. I was like, what the fuck? Oh. Nah, but yeah, bro, it's because you did it with the minimal investment, too, of one penny. Oh, okay, so. Damn, you invested a penny and made a dollar. Yo, that's freaking something, bro. You made a lot. That's right like there. a 1,000% return, ain't it? Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn, I should have put it in the fucking. Uh, no, nah, yeah, I just man. need uh, like more experience using the app or the interface. But yeah, yeah. man, since you're starting out, man, my word of advice, man, to you is focus on the skill and not the money. Yeah. Focus on learning your skill. Focus on learning your style first because the money is going to always be there. It's not going nowhere. And not even that, bro. When you focus on the money, you focus on the wrong thing. You're just worried about, like, you need to make this. You need to make that. You yeah, rush it so you mess yeah, up. Gonna, yep. The moment you focus on the skill set and mastering what's going to make you money, you attract money. You don't even need to focus on the money because it comes to you, bro. You're literally yeah. ma uh, mastering something that makes you money come to you. You know what I mean? So once you get it, once you, like, trigger your, your mind and think like that, that's when you're really going to be like, Okay, because all I have to do is lock in, 
stay consistent with what I'm practicing and what I'm learning. After that, the money's just, you'll just see it start coming in, bro. I'm telling you, like, out of nowhere, everything's just going to start clicking and then boom. You, you'll be surprised. Like, you'll, you'll think that a trading journey, based off my experience, right, you'd think that a trading journey, bro, you'd start like, okay, well, I suck right now, but slowly I'm going to start getting better. And then you feel like within the first couple of weeks, you start making money, right? Or you start making hundreds, thousands at a time. And it's not, bro. Like, literally, it's crazy. It, I shit you not, this is how it happened for me. After like a full two years of trading, right? I've been trading till this date, like two years. After a year, I would suck, bro. Like I sucked my whole first year, I sucked. And then I was never able to get it. And then out of nowhere, like I, like it, it wasn't something for me, at least. I don't know about Gordon. So right now, tell me how yours was, Gordon, right? But for me, it wasn't something where I slowly saw myself improving. Well, I did. I did because when I first started, like, like with you, um, Edson, you'll, you will see yourself getting better because you'll see yourself recognizing stuff, how things do. So, yes, you do see yourself getting better. But it gets to a point where you already know all these things and then you're just still messing up. You know what I mean? So that's when you get in your mental preparation stages, right? So um, I guess what I'm just trying to say, bro, for me, like, you see yourself growing and then it gets to the point where you know everything. Now you just have to perfect it. But when you get to that stage, it's like you just mastered it from one day to the next. Like, literally, bro, from one day to the next, you'll just start making money constantly. Like, it's not something where you started making 50 at a time and then it started progressing to 100 and then it started progressing to 200. Like, when you're first starting to trade, you'll be making random money. Hell and yeah. Then, yeah. And then after that, like, I'm telling you, bro, like, it's random. Like, I could suck today and then tomorrow would be the day that I master it and I just start making money. I don't know how, but it just happened for me like that. That's when it I don't clicks, know about, bro. Yeah, like, it just clicks random, <laughs> bro, like, clicks, from one bro. day to the next. It's crazy. That's when it clicks. I had my aha moment when I finally understood Fibonacci, bro. How to use the tool and everything. That's when it clicked for me. How long did that take you? Um, Eight months. Damn. Yeah, it's because when you first start, bro, things get confusing. You just make it confusing for yourself. Yeah, once because... You start acting- that's that's so true because what you're gonna start doing what you're gonna start doing right is you're gonna start absorbing everything everybody's telling you and it's gonna become a, a overload to you for the fact that you're gonna try to use everything that everybody's telling you as you're analyzing your own charts to take your trade and you're gonna end up having um an what is it? analysis paralysis to where you're afraid to take a trade. Because you're, you're, you're automatically going to convince yourself that you're going to lose it because you don't fully, you're not fully grasping uh, how to analyze your, your, the market. So it happens to everybody. You know, I did the same thing, you know, to where I didn't freaking trade for like a good two months when I started. Because I was absorbing everything and I didn't know what was what. I was confusing myself all the time. You know, to the point to where I was like, okay, cool. Let me piece together this, 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 and form my own little strategy and back test it, because that's that's very important. Back testing is very important. You know, um, that way you understand how you trade as well as you're training your eyes to see what you see in the market. You know, um, after I started back testing and I finally got a good enough strategy that was consistent. I started making, you know, 50 bucks here, 
eighty dollars there, you know, twenty dollars here, and it it just evolved from there, you know. So, but that's my little two cent in that. Sorry, I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off or anything, Sebastian. No, you're no, good, bro. I I had forgot what I was talking about anyway. <laughs> All right, bro. So the next one's gonna be Fibonacci, and then. And that's it, right? Tomorrow? Uh, yeah, so the next one, whenever you want to have it, it will for sure be Fibonacci so you can get those down because I know for sure you're interested in those. So, yeah, next meeting, bro, we'll go over Fibonacci retracement and extension. I bet. All right, bro. But, yeah, that's pretty much it for today. I'm actually hop off too, Edson, because um, I have to go to the grocery store before I have my next meeting. So, Gordon, um, I guess we could – I'm going to wait for Andrew to reply and we could set something up. Maybe you want to record the market structure meeting. All right, yeah, sure. All right, bet, bro. Well, I'll hit you up around 9 because I'm going to be at the grocery store this probably this whole hour. Okay. All right, guys. I'll see you on a bit and I'll hit you up tomorrow, Edson. All right, bet. Later. Later. All right, guys, that was just um, a quick little educational session there for a buddy who need, he wanted me to help him out, you know, uh, with one of his new students. Um, I guess he wanted his students to see a different perspective as how someone else sees the market and trade. So... So yeah, um, so I will, oh yes. Yeah, so that's that, you know. Uh, I'll be doing another one later on today and I'll record that as well. So so yeah, so what I wanna talk about, sorry. What I wanna talk about is this bill signing. This bill signing that Joe Biden just signed to raise the debt ceiling. Do you know what this is gonna do to the freaking economy guys? Especially the Dow Jones, it's gonna cause it to freaking crash. Well, we're gonna see a dip—not crash, but a, a huge dip in the market. A huge dip. It's gonna cause this thing to dip. You know, for how long? I don't know. You know, but I do see this thing dipping, and this is look and look—it's doing it right now. Because I'm in this trade. I'm in this trade right now for US 30 for the foreign exchange uh, market, you know, and I'm actually selling. I'm actually in profits right now. Look at this freaking, look at this thing tank, guys. Oh, my goodness. Um, This thing is just playing out beautifully, you know. Um, Later on, my YouTube is coming. So that way, these live trading, uh, the, these trading markups that I'm doing is going to go live. Uh, I'll just post them on YouTube to where uh, to where you guys as listeners can actually go to the YouTube channel and subscribe and actually watch them. And eventually I'm going to start doing live um, live live market uh, markups, you know, for you guys, you know. Um, so that way you guys can see what I'm seeing or for the experienced traders out there. They can put their input as to, okay, this is what they're trading and uh, this is what they see, you know. That'd be freaking awesome. I will, I will be so ecstatic for that one too. So you guys keep a lookout on that YouTube channel. I'll announce it when I have it ready. 
Um, I'll probably have it ready, I don't know, within the next coming few weeks. But I'll definitely let you guys know. Um, so, yeah, that's it, man. I'm, I'm just trading this US 30 right now. And I'm loving it. You know, I am loving it. So. So y'all stay tuned. For the next episode. Of Trading and Chilling. Yep. Stay tuned for the next episode. I got more things I got to talk about. But other than that, I'll let you guys go. I'll be back later on tonight. I'll probably post an episode seven. Yes, episode seven. Later on tonight. And um, episode eight in the morning. So you guys are going to have two episodes. I'm going to record two episodes in one day. So, so yeah. All right, guys. This is John signing out. Y'all have a blessed day. I'll see you guys later. Oh, 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 oh. Also, before I go, yo, I want to thank, I want to thank. I want to thank all my listeners right now, man, for 95 downloads. I know you guys may not think it's a lot, but to me it is. This this just shows that we're growing and we're getting better and better, you know. We're growing as a unit, one team, you know, one band, one sound, you know. Thanks. Thank you guys for the 95 uh, listeners, you know. I ask that you guys uh, follow and subscribe to the podcast you know if you guys are just listening go ahead and click that subscribe button go ahead and click that follow button you know and hit that notification bell so that way you guys will know that okay when i go live on the safari the itunes the spotify the amazon music or the iHeartRadio, you know you guys will get that notification instantly you know because what i want to do too is i want to do live podcasting you know so i'm actually in the works of getting that um getting that um done so you guys keep a lookout for that as well i'll let you guys know too when that's about to drop but other than that i'm signing off i'm, I'm being serious though for real for real for real. I'm, I'm signing off you know um i'm signing off peace y'all have a blessed day ciao